I think that the the stay at home encouragement in this pandemic has made some some very challenging times for people in our community that struggle with behavioral health and mental health issues and certainly those struggling with addiction because I think for those those people in our community those that have found a path to recovery this is in some instances has taken that away from them so they don't have the ability to get out and see their their counselors face to face or or to have that peer support that they would normally have in Auburn and across the rest of Cayuga County an overdosing problem has run rampant leaving five deceased within two weeks. And Cayuga County Sheriff Brian Skank suggests that the COVID-19 pandemic can be a possible culprit, or at the very least, partly to blame. I don't think that it's any coincidence that, that the five overdose fatalities that we've had due to what appear to be drug overdoses are a coincidence to, to being connected to the time frame that, that we've been you know, requested to stay at home and not have face-to-face -face contact with people. I think that that is directly related to to the COVID uh, orders and, and the, the lack of being able to get out into the community and do those things. Hello, I'm Gabriel Petrazio, Finger Lakes One News, and welcome to The Daily Debrief, our show about stories that matter. And on this edition, Skank takes stock with us about the county's recent surge in fatal drug-related overdoses and what his sheriff's department and strategic partners are planning to do in order to combat and prevent future upticks in overdoses as this pandemic progresses. Skank shares with us the latest synopsis and rundown of the situation, even mentioning that the five separate cases have been ruled out as not connected at this time. Over the last two weeks, we've had five overdose deaths that have been investigated in our county by the New York State Police, the Auburn Police Department, and our Sheriff's Office combined. They were actually scattered throughout the county. I do know that two of those cases occurred in the city of Auburn, and three of those cases occurred outside the city of Auburn within Cuga County. Our Sheriff's Office handled two of those cases in two different towns, and the city, uh, Auburn Police Department handled two cases within the city, and then the state police had, had an additional case outside the city. So there's there's five that were handled by all, all three agencies. But we do work very closely together, the three agencies. We do share information, and, and certainly when we have these types of cases, we look at them to see if there's any link or connection between the five. And it doesn't appear to us that they're, they're directly related. But, you know, all five people certainly appear to have been, uh, been struggling and unfortunately, you know, cost them their life. While the scenario seems bleak, Skank emphasizes to county residents that help is still available. What we're trying to do in our community, combined uh, law enforcement members, our coroner, Dr. Duckett, and some providers of, of treatment in our area, we're trying to partner to get the word out that there, are, there is still help available. There, there are phone numbers that you can call. Uh, there are virtual meetings that you can have and things that people can do to reach out for help. So as, as people struggling with addiction and, and mental health issues, as they're sitting home maybe feeling alone and that they can't get that help, we want people out there in our community to know that there is still help available. But there are a number of resources in our, in our Cuyahoga County community that people can take advantage of if they need this type of help that are still operating currently. And Skank's right. There are plenty of partnership organizations that are still all open to the public, close to home, and right here in the county. Addiction Services at Confidential Help for Drugs and Alcohol in Auburn and the Syracuse Recovery Services are just a phone call away. 
and Behavioral Services at Cuga County Mental Health and Cuga County Counseling Services, and even the East Hill Medical Center, all of which are located in Auburn, are still taking in new patients remotely over the phone and offering video conferencing visits. But before some in the community typically utilize these resources, they often encounter officers on the front lines who are used to people-to-people interactions. But during the pandemic, some in-person responses have changed, even when it comes to community policing. And the sheriff's office has decided to offer remote referrals to addiction services for residents in non-emergency situations. When it comes to addiction services and behavioral health services, our officers are still going to provide information for those services that can reach out and help people that are in need of of those types of things. But we have limited the number of types of incidents that we do actually physically respond to. So we've tried to limit our exposure by our deputies to to people in the public and and try to practice good social distancing skills for for our officers as well. So that means we may handle some some types of non-emergency calls over the phone or or that type of thing. But we certainly are still responding to emergencies. And if we do have an opportunity to work with somebody that may be struggling with addiction or or needing some type of help along those lines, we are still going to refer them to our local services uh, in our community. That that hasn't changed, but we may not have as much face-to-face interaction with people in our community that, that might need help as, as we may have just you know a few short months ago. But it's still our primary goal to link people with services and make sure that we're doing that, whether it's face-to-face or if we happen to have contact with that person, you know, via telephone or some other means. Even though the sheriff's office is practicing social distancing like the rest of us, they are still here too. And Skank asks for residents to still give a hand to their neighbors, reaching out to those who are in need, and especially those who are struggling with addictions. And Skank even invokes a personal invitation to those who are comfortable connecting with him directly if they feel as if there is nowhere or no one else left to turn to during these stressful and challenging times. I think the most important thing that I would want to share is the fact that I know this is a difficult time for everybody in our community. You know, everybody, not only the people we serve, but for our law enforcement staff and and everybody that provides services out in our community, this is difficult. But it's probably most difficult for those that are struggling with addiction and and have behavioral health and mental health needs. So I would say to, to people in our community, if you know of somebody that's struggling, whether it be a family member, a friend, a neighbor, or just somebody that you know, uh, don't be afraid to to find out. Ask that person if they need some additional help. Try to help link them with services that are out there that that are um, available to to people in our community that are struggling because they may not have the ability or or the will right now to reach out and, and accept that help. But if if somebody approaches them and, and offers them to give them a hand, you know that may be what it takes to help get them in the right direction. So I think it takes our entire community to, to lend a hand to people in need. And, you know, not just in the world of addiction and mental health, but also our, our elderly community members right now. It's a very difficult time for them trying to stay home and social distance, and they may not have everything they need. So I would I would offer that, you know, everybody in our community should reach out to, to those people in need, elderly and, and vulnerable, as well as those struggling with addiction and, and mental health needs. You know, if somebody needed additional help or, or resources, they could certainly reach out to me directly. I'm always happy to help people personally when it comes to this subject. It's something that I'm very passionate about. I'm Gabriel Petrazio, Finger Lakes One News.
The Debrief is our daily show about the stories that matter in the Finger Lakes region and upstate New York. Look for new episodes each morning on FingerLakes1.com or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to check out archived episodes by visiting FingerLakes1.com slash debrief. If you have an idea for an episode or would like us to find an answer to a question you have, email news at FingerLakes1.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.